What is good, y'all? Welcome back to the Upward Leadership Podcast. We're here. With the one and only um, Buddy Jenkins. Cody Spencer. <laughs> Beat him. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying. Uh, last week we had our first episode um, of what, season six, which was on, I forgot, honestly. What was it on again? Was it discouragement. Discour- oh, yeah. It was okay. It was on discouragement and how to not be discouraged as a leader, which honestly went longer than normally. Than a lot of these yeah, leaders. it was like 26 minutes. But I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it was a really good episode. I think it would help out a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people are discouraged. Easy. And like, look, my word of faith, friends, we are a tribe together and I love you. Yeah. And none of y'all will ever admit that you're discouraged. So just go secretly listen to that one <laughs> yeah, by yourself. Yeah, thanks. Because I want you to win. It's true. And the Bible talks about discouragement, which is crazy to me, because if the Bible talks about it, it means it's definitely a thing yeah. that people deal with. So yes. let's just deal with it. Yeah, let's deal with it. Head on. But uh, so welcome back for the second episode of season six. Um, Pesco, if you just want to get us started and uh, what we'll be talking about. This yeah, section. I just um, so we're talking about mistakes leaders make, because Honestly, if you can avoid a mistake, you've won. You're yeah. a genius. You're ahead of the curb. Congratulations. Mm. So really what uh, we want to talk about today is a mistake I've seen a lot of leaders make, and that's where they, they overstep or they mm. cross boundaries, yeah. and they lose respect and honor from their students or their leadership team that they're supposed to be leading. And there's some things you can do to lose that honor and that respect. And I don't want you to do that because it is so hard to gain back. Proverbs says like a brother is hard to regain Mm -hmm. and it's true. So I want to make sure that you don't make those simple mistakes. Um, And look, kids will try to be your friend. Mm -hmm. They'll think that you want to be friends with them, but they don't need a friend. They need a pastor. Yeah. And that's the difference is like I, I was riding with somebody. They were driving me. And I had a meeting with one of my mentors. I was like, I was out in Dallas talking with him. And me and Mindy had spent a couple of days with him. And we were leaving his house. The guy was going to drop us off at the airport. And he's like, he's going to be like, he's such a good friend to you guys. I was like, no, 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 that's not a friend to me. Mm. I don't want him to be a friend. Yeah. And not that we couldn't be friends, but I would lose what he truly has to yeah. invest in my life by being friends. Yeah. And a lot of people cross that. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, and I think that's, I think a lot of people whether unknowingly or unknowingly don't realize how like important boundaries are. And I think it I, honestly it can even start like really early with like parents. Yeah. Like one thing my mom always made very clear. I'm not, I'm your, not friend. your friend. I'm your mom. And some people were like, they don't get that. We're like, well, what is, what does that mean? And that's I like feel that. me and my mom, we could be friendly. Like we can laugh, we can, you know, have fun. Right. We can talk, but there is an understanding that that is my mother. And there are certain things that I don't joke about her with. There are certain things or certain ways I don't speak to her. There are certain things that um, she doesn't share with me. It's like so on and so forth because it's realizing that when you just in any relationship in your life, based the boundaries that you set will determine how you respond and receive. It's so true. Will always determine how you respond and receive to your best friend will be different than how you respond to see and receive to your spouse will be different how you respond and receive to your boss or your pastor yep. or so on and so forth. And it's realizing that, and, and then to be levels to it, it's like, 
from it, your students or your congregation or your, you know, if you're young, your young adults to your leaders to, you know, person you're working hand in hand with, so on and so forth. And it's realizing the importance of boundaries because that'll determine how you respond or you receive from someone or even how you how someone responds or receives from you. Because if someone is just like, oh, that's yeah, so and so, yeah, that's my pastor. Or we're like best yeah. friends, bro. They're not gonna when it's like time to get serious. Not yeah, they've missed it because you're just your their friend. Yeah, you try to bring accountability. Or yeah, like discipleship to yeah. them. Like, yeah, that's funny, yeah, man. That's funny, man. <laughs> it's like, no, like I, I'm doing this because I I love you. But mm-hmm. and that that is the trick is like you love them, so yeah. you want to spend time with them, mm-hmm. and then you accidentally cross these boundaries that yeah. put you in a bad spot. So. Mm-hmm. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's just hit the boundaries real quick yeah. and tell people like some things to never do. Yeah. Um, number one, don't lash out in anger. Yes. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you got a little like frustrated, a little frustrated. Anger. I mean, like a, a lashing out in anger where you're like you're spitting and cussing and looking yeah. like a fool. Like, yeah. That's one of the hardest things to regain people's respect and trust on is mm-hmm. when you lash out in anger. Because yeah. now what it does is they wonder like, well, when am I next? Mm-hmm. Or who's safe? Right. Nobody's safe if you lash out in anger. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, lashing out in anger, the Bible says be angry, angry but don't sin. sin. Yeah. And a lot of people, they let sin go into it. And I think that's like well, the difference between like true frustration. Like mm-hmm. you can be angry and just be frustrated. Yeah. But angry and lashing out, that's mm-hmm. where the sin comes in. And people will cross you out real quick. They'll be scared. They yeah. won't trust you. They won't. That that's a terrible place to be yeah. as a leader. That boundary is awful. Yeah, yeah. It's making sure that your emotions are in, in checked in whatever you know type of situations that you go in. Because especially, I mean, if you ever been someone that just had a, just a moment when you're just angry, you say a lot a lot of things that you might not necessarily want said out loud. Yeah. And it's like that's what people will will remember as like, oh crap, you know, a time where I messed up or a time I did, you know tick them off in the way they, you know, did me dirty in front of everybody. I don't, yep. I'm not going to want to be around that person. Yeah. I or I watched them do it to somebody else. Yeah. And I hope I, I don't want to be next. next. Yeah. So they remove themselves mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's just emotional immaturity. Yeah. And if you lash out, like just grow up, Yeah, you know, like it's really simple. Grow up. Um, there's books you can read. There's things, there's a book called triggers. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally healthy leadership. Yeah. Pete Scarcezo, really good. Yeah. There's some emotional quotient books mm-hmm. you can take. There's tests you can take. Yeah. Shout out pastor, um, Dr. Michael Spencer.com. Yeah. He's got an emotional quotient test on his website mm-hmm. and you'll see where you lack. Yeah. Um, it costs money, but invest in yourself. Don't yeah. be cheapskate. I th- dude. Yeah. I think it's worth it. And it's just like, be real with yourself. If you're somewhere like, man, I just deal with anger. Right, start to work on it. Start yeah. to figure it out. It's better to get it figured out now, and then, now, and then like something pops up and you lash at your leader, you lash at a student, Ooh. and now it's everything goes down. Now you don't got a job because you didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, now you don't got a job or so and so. The whole is, they're mad at you. Their mm-hmm. kids mad at you. And now yep. everybody in the church is mad at you. Mm-hmm. You have to have your emotions in check. Yeah, now, and I think that's probably a smaller one that people deal with. Mm-hmm. Here's the other ones, and these are the sneaky ones. Ready? Yeah the boundary of inconsistency. And we'll talk about inconsistency in an entire episode, but just, we'll hit this real quick. 
We had a leader one time, and we've probably talked about this before, mm. who kept promising to pick kids up like mm. he was supposed to and kept yeah. bailing on them. Yeah. And then he should have been a great – like he had every attribute to be a great leader yeah. but consistency. Yeah. And even to this day, if I'm around those people and, like, that name gets brought up, they're yeah. like, nah, no. Yeah. no that guy's they, – they, like, they do not like him. Yeah. Because they feel like they got lied to. No, legit. For years. It's a, like – and consistency is, is – it's crazy because like consistency is one is like one is pro- probably one of the easiest things and easiest boundaries you can set. But also if you don't set it and don't remain consistent with consistency can be like the most detrimental to you because it's easy. It's like with consistency, you determine what you want to be remain to be consistent. Yep. With. If you do not s- say you will do something for someone, if you know you can't consistently do it. Yeah. Well, and it just the statement that it makes is you're not valuable yes. or something else is more, more valuable. valuable. There you go. And this, yeah, it's probably, it's now you've lost simple. honor, respect, following mm-hmm. all of it. Yep. That's done. You can count that done. Yep. That moment of inconsistency. Mm-hmm. See you and later. That, and that's what people remember. Like I was sharing with someone who, who's, who's like a leader and you know, it was kind of like the same thing. It was like, they'll say they'll pick up someone and they don't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, bro, listen, you can, the, this would I was just like, they turn, don't your, care about, turn your badge in, bro. I'm like, bro, listen, they don't care about if you on stage, if you got a microphone, don't care if, if you the coolest of cool person, it don't matter. Want to know what they'll always remember? All the times you were like, yeah, I'll pick you up, or yeah, I'll scoop you, and or you yeah, did. I'll drop you off, and you and you or you did or you didn't. Yeah, that's what they'll remember. They not they don't care about the titles. They don't care about none none of that. What they're gonna remember ten years from now is what if what areas you remain consistently. If you were someone that were like. Yeah, bro. They always be like, yeah, they'll pick me up and they ain't never come pick me up. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to remember. And you do not want to be that person. No, not at all. And we'll take a whole episode on that. Yeah. I think that'll be great. Um, all right. Here's another good one is uh, inappropriate jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't joke with your kids like you joke with your friends. Yeah. And you can't joke with your leaders like you joke with your friends. Yeah. There has to be a boundary and a line. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that like, well, you you can't be the same person like you're being fake no it's no. not being fake it's no. a boundary that yeah. like you don't joke about things with certain people yeah period period because they don't have the privilege or access to your life mm-hmm. in that area yeah and they'll lose honor and respect yeah like it's just people do it all the time like why do you got to be the funniest guy in the room yeah people, you're, you're not the respected guy in the room anymore yeah, no, you're not but that's what people don't think they people think like because they can get a good laugh out of someone that it's thing, but no, now everyone sees you as the person who just says whatever, but you're not re- really respected in that manner. No. And it's like, and like you said, it's not that you got to switch up who you're around, but it's like this. It's like certain jokes that I make with my friends, my best friends, I'm not making with my mom. No. Is it because I'm switching up and I'm a, no, it's because I respect my mom and I'm not going to talk to my mom in the, in the same way I would talk to speak no. to my friends. And, let's be, and jokes I make with my wife are different than jokes yeah, I make with, with, with other people. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what people got to realize because people think it's like free game whenever, but it's not. No, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And it only hurts you like, oh, sure, you got a laugh. Mm-hmm. But now when you go to disciple them the next time, they're going to try to get a laugh yeah. in the moment. It's like, no, I'm being serious. Yeah. And they don't take you serious, especially if you are, if you're joking on something that can be a serious topic. And I think that's what people don't yeah. realize. It's if certain still like like literally right now, I know people who, whether it be in leadership or just ministry or whatever, and they joke a lot in a certain topic, and they would never be someone I go to and and speak with about 
real serious things. What's the topic? You want me to say it? Sure, I don't care. <laughs> so okay, okay, okay. Uh, so it's not to rant. It's not won't be a rant. So like for instance, is like some there's like some people who like badly, badly like joke about like sex. So yeah. it's like it got to be boundaries, dude. It's like badly. Like there was some conversation I've sat with some people at the table, and it's like bad. It's not yeah. like a quick jab. Like you know, it's not like something like slight. It's like bad. Like bad in detail. It's like almost to a point where it's like, bro, you don't even. Like, Are you perverse? Yeah, you don't have a reverence <laughs> for like the marriage bed type bad. So like those people, like when I get married, I'm not gonna have no conversation soon, with them. Soon, soon you can send wedding gifts. Literally, uh, you can send them to my house. I promise to give them to Buddy still. <laughs> Yeah, you could send, send them to the church because <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving you my personal address. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'll take all, all, the gifts, drive. all the gifts. Horse heads, New but York, it's like one four eight four. I would never have a conversation with them or never talk to them because I'm like, no. you, you don't even take that serious. No, and your conversation with them might be the next joke. Exactly. Ooh, that's now scary. it might be the next joke. Now my business is out there because you're okay with your business. Yeah. With everyone knowing your business. Yeah. Nope. Now everybody, nobody got a problem. Nope. That's crazy. I'm good. Yeah, uh, you know what one that bugs me a lot is when people joke about like the gifts of the spirit. Mm. I I went on a rampage at the church one semester. Speaking in tongues, one. Oh, dude, people like fake speaking in tongues. Yeah. I started rebuking the life out of people. Mm-hmm. I even saw someone like fake lay hands on someone, and they mm-hmm. they faked into the fake and yeah. like started going out. I was like, nah, because you're gonna discredit the move of the Holy Ghost in your life because mm-hmm. you don't honor a move of God. Yep. You think you, that's the craziest thing in the world to joke about to me is like, yeah. bro, a move of, of God, God. Yeah. like the supernatural power yeah. God shows up and you treat it lightly yeah. without reverence. Yeah. That's foolish, bro. Yeah, that I was not happy and yeah. I shut that down. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we just we kind of look at it as like free game and it's nope. like, but it's not it's like it's not. And you will literally lose the respect in that area. Like serious, like genuinely, like we have to be more cautious and more uh, how it is intentional yeah. on the things that we joke about because, like I said, people see you joking that they're not gonna take you serious in that no. area. You joke with your your students about about something like that, they're not gonna take you serious Absolutely in that not. area. You joke with your leaders about they're not gonna take you serious in that area. Nope. Then when it's time to be serious about it, I'm like, no, you was just joking about yep. it last week when we, at the dinner table. Yep. But now you want me to take it serious. No, not at all. And then here's so here's another one is oversharing personal information. Mm-hmm. Like he, everybody on this thing right now, like we're humble, honest, mm-hmm. or we're honest open and honest, transparent transparent I'm like Mike that's Todd that's great yeah. right that's great mm-hmm. but with the right people yes you know as a leader and i'm not saying that people have to sin but as a leader if you mess up and you find yourself in sin you know who you're not confessing that to your, your student you're not standing <laughs> up sunday morning be like you know what i did i Leading was watching porno this week yeah it's like what the heck yeah no you confess that to your leader mm-hmm and that that's proper confession. Yeah. You stand up there and now no one cares about you. They're like, yeah. oh dang, you you lose everybody. Yeah. Or you okay it with everybody. Mm, and it's yes. like you gotta make sure that you draw boundaries on how you overshare your personal life. Yeah. Um, and that's not being fake. Mm-mm. You know, that's protecting a relationship. Yeah. You're not humble, whatever it is, honest, <laughs> open, and transparent. I'm messing the whole thing up. I feel like an old man who always messes things up. This is crazy, dude. I'm not even old. Yeah, but it's but, like, it, go ahead. I, I remember I've, I'd have a conversation with people about this before, and they're like, you know, right? It's okay for you know. I want to 
someone's like, I want a pastor to be real. Like, if they have a marital problems, like, be real about it. Talk about it from the from the pulpit. I'm like, no. Why you talking about it from a pulpit? You who you're speaking to ain't. It, it's not one. Not only is it, it's not helping them in zero yeah, type it, of way, <laughs> but then it's also harming them. Sowing discord. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? There's um there's an economic principle called the Matthew principle, mm-hmm. and this is interesting. In Jesus, one of his parables in Matthew, he said, um, "To whom who has much, more will be given. Yeah. To he who has little, um, they'll have less. It will yeah. be taken from them." Mm-hmm. So there's this economic principle that the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. from the book of Matthew, from right. that parable, and the poor get poorer. Mm-hmm. And so what they've used this with is like when a business is perceived to be doing well, mm-hmm. they get more. Yeah. When a business is perceived to do, be doing poorly, they yeah. get less. Mm-hmm. It's the same with your life. If you stand yeah. up like, my marriage is falling apart, guys, pray for me. Now we're going <laughs> to talk about loving your neighbor. And people yeah. are like, hold up. No, you <laughs> Hold up. You're losing and yeah. I'm out because you about your wife's about to leave you. This is yeah. about to happen. This is about to happen. Like, mm-hmm. Deal with that with your leadership. Yes, because it's people that are because the point of being transparent is in situations where it's it. Who is it helping? Yeah, because you like it's <laughs> like this. Let's take you, you and me, for example. It's like it's like we we go out to lunch and you're like, yeah, man, it's just it's been rough at I home. Can't with, stand with my wife. She's just been so, so rough. Yeah, and I'm just crazy. Here like. Right. Yeah, wow. Right. And then now I go home where like now my leader who I look to now I'm feeling discouraged. I'm like, dang, like he's having issues. They're having issues at home. He's telling me about it. I can't help him in no, in no, in no type of way. Now I'm discouraged and he's didn't get any help either. So it's like the point of being, and there's like levels of transparency. Like I remember we, I was in like, I think it was like my first or second year of Bible college. And we were like doing like this round table thing. We we're talking to everyone. And then someone was like, yeah, I just think we should be more like open and transparent with each other. I think we should just talk to each other and tell each other about everything that I, and I was like, no, I was like, I don't, I don't think we should, should just be crazy transparent with each other. I was like, cause I don't know all you like that. And I was like, me just telling you something just for the sake of being transparent, that's not helping me none. No. I was like, there's levels of transparency. And I was like, there's things that I will talk to my pastors about that I won't talk to Cole about, who's like my best friend. And there's things I'll talk to Cole about that I won't talk to so-and-so about who's really just acquaintance. Like we might serve in the same ministry. There's level of transparency because I understand like me being transparent in, in this area, I'm, it's to help someone. And it's like, then maybe let's say down the line. Yeah, it's once like, you beat it. Yeah, once you beat it, once you, there's a testimony behind it, then that's where you're, because you're speaking from a place of victory. You're not speaking from a place of like, yeah, I'm in this right now. You know, I, yeah, I just fell into pornography yesterday. All right, let's talk about holiness. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. So it's like learning that there's levels of transparency and who you're transparent with. So That's good. That's good. Um, obviously, uh, honorable mentions real quick. Uh, sin. Duh. Mm-hmm. Duh. Uh, I don't even think we need to talk about that in depth. No. Gossip. Oh, yeah. Duh. Big. big time. 100%. Yep. Um, I even think a boundary you should make is like not giving them all of your time. Yes. If the only way they're going to be saved is if they're with you every single moment of every single day. Yes. Whew. Yes, and sometimes people do need that for a small season, but and people like, don't have twenty-four hour access to you. Yeah, no, but that's like unhealthy sometimes, very unhealthy, very unhealthy sometimes, and then they lose respect for you. Mm-hmm. 
But there are moments, right? There are seasons where yeah. some people just need to be with you because yeah. they got nothing. Yep. But for the most part, like, you do need to lay some boundaries around your time. Mm -hmm. That way your family and your wife don't hate you. Yeah. So you're able to be wherever you're at there fully. And people don't just in, in, intrude on your life whenever they think it's think they can. It's just not good. It's just not good. It's not good. You got any to throw in on these? Um, I, I think we hit a lot of them. I mean, you could honestly talk about boundaries for literally for forever. I mean, there's always boundaries to set in, you know, every relationship in your life. And there's many different types of boundaries for different types of people. But it's just good. Good to identify them. Um, good to figure them out. Communicate them with people and let them know, like, hey, we have these boundaries. Not because I don't love you. Not because I don't care about you. Not because I don't want to have fun and yeah, laugh no. and stuff. But it's so we can have a great a greater relationship and we know what to work in yeah and look sometimes that relationship can change mm -hmm. you just got to realize the season of the relationship yes and there's nothing wrong with that and be honest with it like yeah. hey man like i don't want to be your friend i want to be your pastor i think i said that to i forget who i said that to one time they were like sure <laughs> and i was like because at the end of the day you're going to get better out of me as your pastor. Yes. Than your friend. Than your friend. Yeah. And my goal, I love you enough that I won't be your friend. Yes. This is good. Do you have any maybe like resources that people can have, um, I don't know, outside of this podcast? Dude. Where they can learn to create boundaries? Yes. Uh, boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud mm. is incredible. I think that's a great book. Yeah. That, that book is absolutely incredible and if you struggle with boundaries that's your a major key for you right there that's your homework right there that's your homework do your homework yep. if you don't do your homework you owe us protein shakes i don't care about protein shakes. i wasn't gonna say cookies <laughs> i want i love cookies but i gotta do better you owe me protein shakes you there owe you buddy wonton soup i'll take a wonton soup i love a wonton soup with extra wonton it is good sign me up it's good all right, what do, what do we need to know? We need to know about Cold Camp. Yes. We just had a great meeting about Cold Dude, I, I'm so much more excited about Cold Camp than I already was. Yeah. 9th through the 11th, right? Yeah, November, 9th yeah. through 11. It's 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, you you got to get your own hotel because I'm not going to put my name responsible for a bunch of teenagers in hotels. <laughs> you as a youth pastor, your parent gets to do that. Yeah. Um, but 80 bucks covers meals, content, a shirt like covers everything while you're here yeah. and look nothing we do is like profitable yeah <laughs> um this is the only thing we've ever charged for and yeah. we're only and charging so we can feed people it's true yeah uh, yeah we charge for merch but and we do a good job on that but we literally like the only thing we're profitable on is merch everything yeah. else is we just our aim is like ministry 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 mm -hmm. but if you feel called to ministry or someone you know or one of your students or a bunch of your students feel called to reach people they don't have to be called to the ministry yeah they just want to be used by god in their generation yeah. this is for them mm -hmm. and i'm excited for it you can yeah. go to the uproar.org to register and uh it's going to fill up. We capped it at 100, 100 kids. Yeah. It's going to fill up quick. Yeah, I agree. So get there. Get signed up for a youth pastor. Talk about it with your, with your students and your kids um, and get them here. I, I believe it'll be very...
very resourceful and very uh they'll be able to apply it to their life but listen we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the leadership podcast go ahead and share this with a friend um like it subscribe to it and uh we'll see you guys next week peace